but a lot of it, a lot of the self-restraint comes from willpower. You've got to be patient. You have to hold yourself to your standards of what you set beforehand. You've just got to stop and think. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Greg Talks. My name is Greg, your host. And I'm Erin, the co-host. And this is going to be our first episode on stability out of four. And today we will be talking about financial stability. But first... I just want to say that neither Greg nor I are professionals or experts on finances, accounting, or budgeting. We just want to help you guys feel more comfortable around the subject. And if you can impart a new idea or two into your heads, then that's a plus too. Exactly. So the first thing that we want to talk about is budgeting. So after doing some research, I found that a great way to budget is using an Excel spreadsheet. Now, personally, I have not really implemented this into my own budgeting plan, but the uses of it and the benefits of it far outweigh not using it, of course. So basically how it works is uh, during the week, you take note of everything that you spent and then you total it up so you can see how much money you spent during the week. And what this will do is it will tell you what things you might need to cut back on, or it will tell you um, if you can spend a little bit more on some areas here and there. Uh, I know for me, uh, being more inclined to spend money on more expensive items, I could definitely benefit from using this more because the amount of money that I have wasted like prior in prior months um, is definitely a lot and it has definitely taught me that having a more organized way to track all of those expenses and what I'm spending uh, that money on uh, would help me not only to save more but make me more knowledgeable as uh, a shopper. Um, but another way technology can help you is through apps on your smartphone and Aaron is going to speak on that right now okay so I think excels are amazing I like to use them in practically everything that I do but I'm not that tech savvy I know how to organize things but as you Gen Z people already know there's an app for that so hmm. normally I like to think in advance but it's nice to just take a step back when you're planning how to go about doing things and to track what you're already doing. So similar to how Greg was saying, you can use apps such as Mint or Pocket Guard and then just track what you're doing throughout one week. Just take that one week in order to track what you're doing, what you've spent your money on and what you're planning to spend your money on. Right. And then once you have a good idea based off that week of what you're doing, then you can start implementing new plans in order to keep on going about being more, um, I guess, more prudent about what you're spending your money on. Exactly. It's a little bit different for me because I'm more of a frugal type of person. But for Greg, as he's mentioned earlier, he's not like me. 
So Greg, <laughs> no. Mm -mm. But yes. For human ones, though, Greg, do you have any experiences you'd like to share? With what? In, in regards to what? So you were saying earlier how you weren't the best at managing your money. No. So shopping wise, for example, right? How did you go about doing it? And what have you learned? Uh, so at the moment, um, what I have done is, um, so my bank is the Bank of America. And for those of you who use Bank of America's uh, online banking app, they do actually have it's not an Excel spreadsheet, but they have like a little um, graph that tells you how much you spent during the month. And what I've been doing is I've been using that to identify what areas I need to like cut back on um, and where I've been spending a bit too much. Like I said, that's kind of what the Excel sheet is for, but Bank of America puts it into more of a uh, better, simpler visual format. Um, it's not to discount making an Excel spreadsheet by any means because doing things by hand um, helps you to remember things a little bit better than just going back and checking. But uh, yeah, it definitely has helped me to save more money than I ever did as a freshman in college and a sophomore in college as well. Because I'll tell you right now, like a lot of my money back during my freshman year of college went towards a lot of snacks and a lot of entertainment specifically streaming services so yeah um personally when i i think about shopping which is with it isn't often guys i go grocery shopping especially when i was at college i went grocery shopping at plum market mm. <laughs> and i would pick up like the fruit and the vegetables that are in like the containers and store it in my fridge and that was pretty much it but when I think about shopping, there are two things that come to mind. The first is coupons. Right. Coupons are an effing lifesaver. Yes, they, they are. are. They're just discounts, guys. They're discounts that stores give out to you. So why not use it, you know? So if you have something in mind, then look online, look on the websites. Usually when you go onto the websites, if you sign up to become a member, they'll give you a 15% discount automatically. Why not use it? Especially if you're only going there once. Then you can just unsubscribe the next day, as soon as you watch your stuff. Magic. Um, this little chrono case that's going on right now, a lot of people now aren't going to malls or shopping stores or anything like that. They're online. And what I like to use is this app called Honey. And Honey applies all the coupons that they found online from other people as well. And they apply it to your checkout or your cart. So all you have to do is install it into a browser like Chrome. Chrome works very, very well. It does. And soon, right? And as soon as you finish with all your items, then you just click the honey installation and it'll just run all the coupons that it can find. And you can just choose your best one, the best match. Yeah. It's super useful. And just to piggyback a little bit off of honey, uh, I know that I was first introduced to it through YouTubers um, because honey gives us uh, sponsors to certain big YouTubers. 
and um they were all like kind of gassing it up saying like man it's helped me save 30 dollars here or like 50 dollars here whereas i would have never saved that much money from online shopping so oh, yeah. it definitely is a useful tool but speaking on shopping um another way to budget is to write out a grocery list to help you to meal prep so something me and my family have been doing is uh you know my mother and i always discuss um what's going to be for dinner um usually at the beginning of the week because we know if we wait um till when we need to eat there's usually not going to be anything to make because <laughs> we won't have actually gone out to shop for it so um Here's how you implement that. What you want to do is, uh, first and foremost, you want to get a list out piece of paper and write out all the ingredients that you need to make enough food for the next seven days. Then, uh, like Aaron was stating before, you want to search for any coupons or anything like that where, uh, to see if you can get discounts on any popular food items that would be a little bit more expensive during those days that you're going to shop on. Uh, specifically, because of the um, pandemic and stuff, you're gonna wanna go shopping early, um, like in the morning to get some of the better deals because um, I would not advise going later in the afternoon just because everything's gonna be out of stock. I mean, trust me, me and my mother have gone to Sam's Club, we've gone to Kroger's um, and Walmart and there is literally nothing on the shelves yep. in the afternoon time and heaven forbid you go in the evening because there barely is anything at that time of day at all so yeah um just some of the advantages is like you can of course save a lot of money from coupons but it also saves you like a lot of time and a lot of headache because you know what you're gonna need to make and you will have already had it made and prepped so you can just eat dinner when it's time to eat dinner but um I do know that there aren't always advantages to this. And um, Aaron, I'd like to ask you if you faced any disadvantages from using meal prep to help with budgeting. I learned about meal prepping from a YouTuber called The Domestic Geek. And she was so gung-ho about doing it that I was like, well, why not? So I tried to plan out things four days ahead of time because a week was just too much right but the more and more I had to plan out it just wasn't as fun as it was when I had heard about it from other people and I guess the enthusiasm of doing it just kind of died out but I'm not a person that needs to plan out things in advance in order to do things I like using what's in my kitchen and creating something new so I never have a problem with not having things or anything like that because I use what's available to me. Okay. Um, but meal prepping for people that are like very disorganized, do it. I mean, why not? It is so handy and you're making sure that you have the vegetables and fruits, your proteins. You're making sure that you have separate items that you need in a daily serving. I mean, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's definitely cool that you just kind of get creative in the kitchen and, you, you know, you can just kind of do that. For me, whenever I get a little too creative in the kitchen, it doesn't turn out so well, uh, which is why um, I still have a lot to learn in regards to cooking. 
but don't get me wrong i can still make like basic stuff and i can still make you know a decent sized meal for like four people yeah but um another thing we did want to speak on was shopping in general um because of this covid pandemic um we're going to be speaking on online shopping so as i've said before um i have never been too great at saving money when it comes to shopping i've gotten of course a little bit better uh, over the years and because of this covid pandemic because we haven't um been able to go out and physically shop uh, me and my family have saved a lot of money just because <laughs> of our inability to do that but um yeah i'm not gonna lie it's not really been my strong point at all and specifically like a lot of my money has gone to amazon um like i said for either entertainment and things like that um but a good way to save money while shopping is of course to not only use uh, things like honey to get online coupons which it does work well for amazon but uh also before i get into more speaking on honey um you do have to have it in your browser for a minute before it does pick up on certain deals and i just know this from like experience because sometimes it doesn't always pick up on coupons that haven't expired but you should still use it but anyway um yeah for shopping i would just like make sure that there isn't better deals elsewhere you know that's where the research um definitely comes in um for example uh textbooks a textbook can be $150 plus on Amazon with the code to match but if you go on a website called um believe it's bigger look textbooks or bigger books i'll put the link in the description of that after this is over but there's a a compare site that allows you to see where you can buy the textbook for the lowest price and there you go now you got a textbook instead of $100 now you saved $30 because it's 70 on this site okay. yes i know some of you are more loyal to amazon and you know you might not be willing to buy from third party sites that sell um other items you might be interested in but trust me sometimes it's worth it uh when you need to save $50 here and there because those things can definitely add up but uh Aaron would you like to speak more on uh some other places where you can find deals and coupons things of that nature you know i only use a couple of things i keep my eye out for physical coupons like in the newspaper or if it's stuffed in a bag of a fast food place or whatever i keep hold of and i just use those but a lot of it a lot of the self restraint comes from willpower you've got to be patient you have to hold yourself to your standards of what you set beforehand you've just got to stop and think Right. If you go window shopping, right? And you see this awesome anime figurine and it's like limited edition and it's $130, okay? And you're in that mall strip to buy clothes for a concert or whatever. You've got to think. You might have money to buy it, but is it a worth buying at that moment in time? Can you get it as a Christmas present or as a birthday present from another person? Right. And B is it really worth your time because there are so many things later on in life that you could use that money for 
money has a value and that value is used and built for future investments. So when you go shopping, it's all about what you believe to be true and how long you're able to hold out. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Just to piggyback off of what Erin said and just to say she is absolutely right. Yeah, it is your responsibility um, to use self-control when it comes to what you're willing to spend your money on. Because at the end of the day, it's your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, another thing we wanted to talk on besides budgeting is financial management. Now, after looking at a few videos, me and Aaron um, found this uh, concept, which is called the 50, 30, and 20% rule plan. And let me just break this down for you. So the 50% um, is tied to your needs. You should use about 50% of your money on things like groceries, uh, housing, dental hygiene, and health insurance. Essentials. Essentials, yeah. Because those are the things that you actually need to live day to day. Now, the 30% should be towards your wants. And in my opinion, I think even less of your money should be going towards wants, which are things like clothing, games, accessories, things of that nature, uh, because, you know, I don't know, I, I would say 15%, um, not even 20. And the reason is, is because um, you will get, you might get into the habit of thinking, oh, well, you know, 20% on wants, maybe that's not enough. I, I have enough money where I can bump that up to like 30%. But then, you know, there's that's only a 20% difference between your needs and your wants. So you have to be kind of careful to keep that percentage down. So you still have some money left over for emergency funds and things like savings, which should be that last 20 to 30%, depending on how you want to fluctuate the numbers. And savings and emergency plans can be good for uh, when you need that uh, 10 bucks to get your car washed, or, you know, when you need, um, to use Chegg, which costs like $15 a month. But if you didn't save, you don't got that $15 and then you gotta depend on other things uh, to help you out. So that can be definitely beneficial in regards to uh, keeping your money secure and making sure you have enough uh, to pay for the things that you need. Uh, but Aaron, uh, what is your take on that? <laughs> So in Greg's eyes, that other 35% would be for savings. And for the 50, 30, 20, well, the 20% would be for savings. In my eyes, if I didn't have any bills to pay or any taxes or anything like that, it'd be 100% savings because I'm just frugal like that. But in regards to having a different percentage for things, it's like dieting. Unless you're a really like hard and fast person, you will have different wants and you can't necessarily go about life keeping it in check 24 seven because you're gonna crack at some point. And depending on how long you've done it for, it might be more detrimental than if you had just planned out that five or 20% to spend on your wants from what you're earning. Now, in my eyes, if 
if your income is somewhat lower than most and you don't have the significance that some others do in paying taxes or paying for your kids or whatnot, then your percentages are modified. Everybody's different. Your situations are different and the way you go about things is different. So you should adjust those percentages in order to fit your scenario, but not exactly your desires. So know who you are as a person and think big, think out of the box, but make sure that you're getting the significance of the budgeting system the way it's supposed to be gift. So the reason why 50% of it is towards your essentials is because they're essential. You need them. So you need that amount of money in order to put away there. Savings, your savings are your future, okay? Yeah. So if you want to invest in your future, you have more towards savings. And then your wants are just, to me at least, they help you be you. You know, if you want to spend it on Jordans, anime, um, food, you know, it's just part of who you are. So you're not only investing in your future, but you're also investing in yourself. That's very well put, Aaron. And uh, lastly, I just wanted to also speak again on the responsibility piece, um, because while we as your peers um, or as younger people are definitely not trying to tell you how you should spend or how you should use your money. Um, but we are telling you that um, there is a sense of accountability that comes with managing a lot of money because um, it all comes down to, like I said before, that whole self-control piece. I know with me, um, it's really because I have ADD, it's hard for me to be patient um, and to wait to buy certain things but like I said before it can come back to bite you and you just have to tell yourself that it's better to play the waiting game and have a lot stocked up to get the things that you want rather than spending it um, right then and there and I think it's also tied because we now live in uh, a culture that demands things need to change right now but the fact of the reality is nothing ever changes quickly. It's always a waiting game for anything positive to come out of a negative situation or for a positive change to come out of something that you haven't been doing. So that's all I really wanted to add on that though. Um, Just practice being more accountable with your money and more uh, responsible with how you spend it and yeah that is going to wrap up our talk on financial stability uh me and aaron definitely hope it helped you guys out there to better save your money and to better uh plan out how you're going to use it and like i said before i will put some links in the description on youtube uh, for you guys to go to these web websites to see if they can um, help you to better optimize your savings And uh, yeah, me and Aaron will see you next week, uh, which will be June 24th, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, tune in to see what that stability is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, uh, once again, thank you guys for watching and uh, we'll see you later. All right, bye.